Oh, man, I appreciate you coming on the Edge broadcast tonight. Uh, thanks for having me. It's been so, so fun. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm also very happy that you have a, a good camera, man, because you can imagine <laughs> with all, all the interviews that I've done, you know, I, I get to get to notice the people's quality of their cameras, and it really helps when there's a good one. I appreciate you coming on. But, man, we're talking about superpower, sensitivity superpower. Sounds like a kind of an oxymoron there, since it's been sensitive and superpower. Can you, can you do both at the same time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I know you guys were just talking about masking, but I'm happy to tell you my sensitivity superpower experience with masking and getting what I want. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, go about, ahead. About, you know, so Daniel, about a third of the population are considered highly sensitive, according to research, which was kind of a shock to me. Mm -hmm. I really didn't think it was that many people. Um, but these are people that are, you know, sensitive to other people's emotions, maybe, you know, electromagnetic radiation, fluorescent lights, and there's a lot of young kids that are really sensitive to their environments as well, you know? And, um, oh, I just realized that my book is backwards. Okay. Let me, <laughs> let me go flip it. There we go. <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, and you know, I have been, you know, feeling really, really compelled to, to hold the line. Uh, to, um, you know, to really look at my values and realize that it's for the bigger picture, right? A lot of people see very narrow what, what you know, I, they just want to stay in business, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I live in New York State, okay? So, like, that's as, uh, you know, American, uh, Canadian communist as you can get sometimes. <laughs> so our governor, <laughs> unelected governor, likes to, um, you know, put her own... Uh, issues and uh, rules and you know we had this mask mandate and I had contacted you know my friends who had um, their stores and businesses open and I said hey you know what I'd, I'd love to come in and I want to continue supporting your business but I don't mask um, and I'd prefer if your staff wouldn't police the masking and so, you know, both of them said, well, we're not that comfortable with that. I'm, you know, we, we, we can serve you outside or you can come in later, you know. And I was like, you know, I really feel strongly that uh, we, we need to, you know, do what's right and moral. So I gave them information about the masking and, and you know, the science and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Well, they didn't want to they didn't want to read it. They, they, they didn't want anything. To, they just wanted to follow the, the rules and just not ruffle any feathers so i decided that i was going to boycott those stores but here here's the thing my dmv my my license was uh up for renewal so i'm calling you know the dmv oh you have to mask and uh i have my assistant call all the ophthalmologists and optometrists in the area everyone required a mask i called my own op ophthalmologist you know longtime colleague i'm a medical doctor right so longtime colleague and uh, his staff was like nope you have to mask. I said, well, the American Disabilities Act, you know, like, what do you do with people with disabilities? You know, and they're like, well, we're a private business. We can do whatever we want. That was the answer. So I was like, okay, well, cancel my appointment then, right? So then I'm like, okay. So I, I don't know the law well enough to argue that I don't actually need a license. So I decided, okay, how am I going to do this? Talk to my coach about it. He says, look, you know, 80% of the time, you hold the line, you know, maybe in a government office, whatever, you mask for 10 minutes. You know, it's not the end of the world. You know, it's really about your impact overall. I'm like, okay. So then I thought, okay, 
how can I use my sensitivity superpowers? <laughs> so I decided, and, and this, by the way, you know, I teach them in, in my book, uh, sensitivity is your superpower. And, um, I decided that I was going to feel into the, the store and decide it well, actually found out that the local kiddies actually does these vision tests. So I thought, okay, how am I going to get my way here? Okay. Cause everybody's masked here. Like we're really, really woke here. Okay. In, in, in this, you know, town. So I thought to myself, I'm okay. I'm going to go to peace within. And this is, this is tough. This is really tough guys is to, to, to manage my energy. I could feel resistance. I could feel like a little fight going on. And I'm like, mm -mm, that's going to just attract more fight. So I worked on my own feeling, and that's part of that sensitivity, to calm myself down, to feel that, to feel love, unity, you know, um, humanity, uh, peace, joy. And I thought, I'm, I'm going to walk in there with a big, huge smile, you know, and be super nice and friendly and see what happens. <laughs> so, so uh, but just in case, I did have my little mask, which was like the, this breather mask, which is like, you know, like a shield with like tons of like air pockets. Right. So it's not like, it's not like, you know, the typical mask. So I walk in there and, oh, I did call ahead of time. Okay. And of course I have a little bit of advantage. I dropped the doctor part. <laughs> hey, it's Dr. Karen can. I heard you guys do like vision tests. For the, uh, so it's going to help me not have to go to the DMV. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we do vision tests. I said, do you need an appointment? They're like, no, no, no. Come on in. I said, I'll be there in five minutes. Okay, so I walk in and I'm like, okay, joy, joy, peace, love. Like I'm just vibrating this, right? So I walk in, I got the little, you know, little mask in my hand and I, I do a beeline right for the pharmacist because that's who's taking the test and they're coming up with masks and I said, hey, I thought I heard you guys do uh, vision tests. And they're like, yes, we do. I'll take you over here. And so I just strike up a conversation. He's just asked me questions about, you know, the contacts and I was telling about some eye stuff and like, you know, dropping that, you know, hey, I got this expert eye guy at the on my podcast, you know, and his staff are all listening to me. They're all masks. They're just like listening to me, just intrigued with what I have to say. And I'm just blah, 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 but really, really friendly, right? And yeah, I get my eye test done in a minute. Yeah, literally one minute. I had to read one line. That was it. And uh, yeah, paid. And, uh, you know, he goes, oh, what's the name of that doctor? You know, he's writing down the name of the doctor to get the book. Uh, and that was it. And, and I was like, Hey guys, thanks so much. It was so great to see you guys. And you know, on the way out, you know, everyone's mass at the checkout. Right. And I'm like, have a great day. Oh, and they're like, you too. Take care. Right? So, and you're like, well, how is that a superpower? Well, first of all, I get to control my own emotions, right. And my field of energy. And that is huge. We teach that in chapter four of the book, you know, to, to really be your, true self and that is that high resonance and then i get to also the sensitivity of superpower feel into the emotions of the other people mm. when i want to okay right. feel in and go okay this is how they're feeling this is how they're feeling this is how they're feeling okay so i'm gonna put this energy out here you know to to balance that so i just want to tell that story because it literally happened two days ago daniel <laughs> well man we're, we are in a world where Either we're going to have conflict or we're going to bring peace to the situation. And I think uh, it takes some wisdom to know which one to apply. Because sometimes maybe, sometimes it's got to be a little, maybe a little aggressive too as well. But let me, 
uh, welcome a couple other people uh, in, on this program. Uh, Curious, welcome to the show. Uh, Teflon Coat, Australian Ben, and of course Jade, our moderator, keeping things going on in moderation. If you have a question for the, the good doctor, just put it in the live chat that's on the left side of the website, and then we'll get the questions to the doctor. You can also click at the top of the website. It says guest question. It's the third link over. And don't forget to take our poll question related to tonight's guest. Are, are you a sensitive soul? And uh, I don't know if you've seen that, Dr. Karen, but uh, the the answers to that question could be yes, absolutely, no, not at all. Uh, I did the poll. <laughs> oh, did you? Which one did you click? Maybe I skewed it, but. <laughs> okay. Yes, absolutely. No, your your vote counts. Every vote counts all in right. this country. Uh, and then uh, I don't have a soul. What does that even mean? Uh, so let's go ahead and check the results. All right. So do you have a sense of soul? 82% of the people say yes. 11% uh, of the people, what does that even mean? And then. Five percent say no, not at all. So I, I, I think now, um, I think even a person that says they don't have a sensitive soul might have some sensitivity that's really buried down there. Maybe they have a like a mask of abrasiveness, but if you pry a little bit, I think we can probably get a little sensitivity out of the out of the meanest of people. What do you think? Yeah, that's a really good point, Daniel. And in fact, I've noticed just over the years, you know, being in medicine and seeing lots and lots of people doing thousands upon thousands of, you know, healing sessions with people that um, a, a lot of the sensitive people, especially the men, have been hiding it for decades because they were told when they were young, stop being so sensitive. Why are you crying? Mm -hmm. You know, like my, my brother, oh, he's going to hate me saying this, but my brother used to play with dolls. And he got uh, basically chastised for it. I remember we had a nanny and she just wrapped him on the knuckles and said, you know, you shouldn't play with dolls. And when he would cry, she said, you shouldn't cry. And so now he's got this hardened shell, bless his heart, mm. <laughs> you know, and but he really is a sensitive soul. And I've met so many men and, and young men and older men that are sensitive that have had to hide it. And only now is it a little bit more acceptable to, to show that part? In fact, you know, like they're showing, you know, uh, like I love superhero TV shows and movies, right? So they show the flash on TV. I mean, half the episodes, somebody's crying, okay? And half the time it's the men. It's great, you know? It's awesome. And I noticed that over time, it's, it's sort of like an evolution of humanity. I think empathy, honestly, is going to save the world. I know that sounds kind of like, you know, simplistic, but I really feel like empathy is going to save the world because if you're truly empathizing with the other person, the last thing you want to do is hurt them. Right. right. And yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that these, you know, men, women are becoming more and more empathic and empathetic with time. At least that's my observation. Hmm. Well, uh, on our, on our, uh, website bio about you, it says, uh, some, there's bullet points there, and it says, um, learn how to master to get calm, focused, and peaceful in three minutes. Now, some people may take all day to get to that point. You, you Have you developed some shortcuts, doctor? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, with your permission, I'd be happy to like do a, like a mini walkthrough right so people ahead. can experience it right now. Mm -hmm. Sure, go right ahead. Yeah, awesome, great. Well, I have a technique. It's in in detail in chapter four in my sensitivities or superpower book. And I was one. A little backstory. I was one that was uh, terrible at meditation. Daniel, um, I had you know spiritual teachers when I was recovering from my chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, autoimmune disease, you know, all sorts of things that I had as a medical doctor, not being able to heal myself with 
conventional medicine. Um, I, you know, went to these, you know, spiritual Reiki healing class. I was trying anything, you know, to try to heal myself. And my teacher would say, well, it'd be really great, you know, if you could meditate for 10 minutes a day, just 10 minutes a day consistently, right? Okay. And I'd do it for like three, four days, and then I'd give up because I was like, I'm bored, <laughs> you know, like... I don't know if I'm doing it right. I'm too busy. I mean, I made every excuse under the sun. And now there's so much data to support the benefits of meditation. But yet my personality is like, I just like moving. Like I just, I don't know. I just couldn't sit there and watch my breath or, you know, count or whatever. So it was, wasn't until, gosh, you know, only about seven years ago, 10 years ago, maybe, that um, I discovered, hey, wait a second, maybe there's another way. And thanks to Dr. Frank Kinslow and his book, uh, um, The Secrets of Instant Healing, Quantum Entrainment, uh, I learned his technique. And I thought, oh, I can get there really easy. I don't even have to do the technique that he was showing. I could just feel the energy in my body. And because I was so sensitive already, like I'm clairsentient, meaning that um, my dominant gift is feeling. So I already feel stuff. So I might as well just feel my body. So I decided I was just going to feel my body and wow, that's pretty easy. Well, I didn't think much of it cause I was like people were getting instant healing and I was like, eh, I don't really notice anything, but it's kind of easy. So I'll just keep doing it. And then the following, you know, six or seven months, I just noticed so many changes in my life. Like Things were coming easier, money was coming easier, success was coming easier, I was less stressed. I mean, it just seemed like pretty amazing, but I didn't realize it was from what I was doing. So guess what? I got busy and I stopped doing it. <laughs> okay. This is what we do Simple. as humans, right? Okay. I mean, I'm yeah. being perfectly honest. Sure. <laughs> uh, and, and so, uh, yeah, so things started getting harder again. You know, I went to uh, adult nationals, ice skating, um, and uh, did not win a gold medal. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> did not skate my best hmm. I was just so used to the success I was like this is odd and then I and then it dawned on me I haven't been practicing oh my gosh so then at that point I was like I am gonna get back into this right so I just started doing this technique which um you know uh thank you for you know Dr. Kinsler for sharing with me one of my students said I don't get it I said you don't like this technique he goes well I don't really get it so I said, but well, you read the book, right? Like Dr. Kinzel's book. He goes, yeah, I read it, but I, I, I still don't get it. And I said, okay. So I said, look, and everybody, you can do this right now too, as long as you're not driving. <laughs> so what I got him to do was to rub his hands really, really, really fast. So everyone, you can do that. Okay. Rub, 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 or clap them or shake them. Just move, like get the energy moving in your body, okay? And then if it's safe for you to do so, you can close your eyes. And what I want you to do is focus on the inside of your body and start feeling some movement in the body. Now, oftentimes it'll be near the hands that you just moved and just follow it. Just follow that feeling wherever it goes. Like for example, I can feel some energy traveling down my leg. I can feel kind of a wavy stuff in my heart. And your job is just to follow the flow. Where does it go? Be curious. Don't judge it. If you have a pain somewhere, you can focus on that area, but don't, just don't judge it. Just see, is there flow there? Isn't there flow there? Is there movement? Isn't there movement? And then for those of you that really want a challenge, open your eyes and see if you can still feel the energy in the body and where it is. So you're telling your mind to go and look for it. 
where is it? Is it in the right arm? Like right now I'm noticing there's more energy on my right side than my left. Mm. Kind of curious, mm. you know? And of course now, well, I shouldn't say of course, but I'm noticing a little bit more energy on my left now that I said that. <laughs> so would love for people in the chat to just who are doing the exercise or trying it out. Now this is very simple, right? So just type in and, and let me know what you feel. You know what, let me know what your body feels and let me know what your emotions feel like. So okay. here's the trick, it's not really a trick, but when you tell your mind to focus on the movement within, that's why it's called stillness through observing internal movement, right. then the mind is so busy looking for this movement that whatever it was that was disturbing you, freaking you out, whatever, you actually are just feeling the body. So in the chapter we talk about stoem, it's a short form for the for stillness through observing internal movement um, for negative emotions. So I actually practice sometimes watching scary movies like on purpose. Right. Well, I mean some of them are stupid, but I mean the really good, <laughs> the good <laughs> exciting okay. movies. Like right. I, I watched the old Blade Runner tonight. Oh. And what I do is I feel my body while I'm watching it. It's fascinating, really. Actually, it makes scary movies less scary, but oh, just a hint. Uh, but it's fascinating uh, to do that. And guess what? You get into kind of an automatic healing mode. I can't tell you, Daniel, how many times we've been in workshops where we just teach this for the very first time for people that have no idea, like they've never heard of it before. And we ask ahead of time, like, who has pain? Right, you know, five, six people put their hand up. How bad is it? Out of ten? Oh, it's six out of ten. Three out of ten. Five out of ten. Eight out of ten. Right. So we just do this. We just go through a few minutes, and then afterwards, I said, okay. So for the people that had pain, um, how many still have pain? Nobody raises their hand. Hmm. <laughs> it's not guaranteed, but it's it's amazing how when that you know when you're just feeling energy in the body, it tends to rebalance itself, and sometimes pain just seemingly magically disappears and that's how you get calm in three minutes now it takes longer to explain wow. it right all right, all right, right. so so it, it, does this does this process pretty much work for anyone yeah in fact uh, you know the kids do it really really well I mean you don't have to use the same adult words that I do in the book so if you're a grandmother or mother or father you know you can um, you know, share how to get to their happy place in fact dr. Kinslow has a book that his wife wrote on Martina and the ogre that shares this little ogre who's upset and you know mm. uh and and so you can teach it anyway i had a 10 year old actually uh in uh, my um uh, one of my clients and the parents would come on the call not the 10 year old but oh. we were working and doing energy healing light medicine on her and so i said look you guys have to practice this too <laughs> So they taught her how to do it. They did it, okay? And um, and the funny thing is, is that people know that they can't cheat because I can actually do divine muscle testing and check uh, how often, uh, what percentage of the time during the day have they been connected to this stillness. <laughs> so they can't really lie. So, um, people don't try anyway. So, and in this little girl, you know, she got rid of her allergies, her temper tantrums. She was having problems at school. She became a happy kid. And even when she start started getting like a minor allergy symptom she would go into that mode she goes oh i'm i'm getting some itching i'm, I'm gonna go into my happy place and she would close her eyes and after a minute she go okay i'm done i'm good and then she just go on and do whatever she was doing i mean is that amazing or what like we need to teach our kids this stuff oh okay well uh from right now a lot of our kids are damaged uh, particularly they get damaged in schools with a mass situation uh is this technique good for them I think it's good for everyone. But here's the thing, you know, we as adults 
tend to tell children what they should do and not do and not do it ourselves. (laughs) So we have to be the model of that, right? Right. Like, for example, there was a a teenager. Well, he was 13 at the time, 13, 14, came to my office. He thought he was in trouble. He was hitting his two-year-old sister and um, his mother had tried all sorts of things, didn't work, and was just about to ship him off to dad. Um, She's like, this is not acceptable. He's violent. What I realized is this kid is highly sensitive. So he is looking at me like this. Like he won't look at me in the face. He thought he was in trouble. He got went to yet another doctor's office who's going to tell him there's something wrong with him. And I said to him, you know, there's nothing wrong with you. And he looks up. He looks at his mom and he looks at me. I said, yeah, actually, you kind of have superpowers. And then he really looks at me like, what? <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, you, you can feel a lot of stuff. Okay, um, so, so Dr. Karen, I, I see in the live chat our moderator, Jade, uh, tried to, to do that. She looks like she said, I can't really follow it yet. It kind of fires all over my body, but a, there is a feeling of calmness. Wow, well done. Yeah, pretty good for your first time. Oh, That's wait, awesome. wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, so it gets better. Well, you know, I th- it gets, um, it's not that it gets better or worse. For example, a lot of people are expecting like too much of themselves. Like when I do it, it's really, a, it's actually a beingness, not a doingness. But anyway, when I do the procedure, I pay attention for sometimes a second or three at a time. And then I do something else and I'm like, oh yeah. And then I go back to feeling my body and then do something and oh yeah you know so throughout the day it's not like i'm 24 7 in this state but i'm getting better and better at it in fact i can you know divine muscle test what percentage of the time i am connected to that space and uh at about nine to ten percent of the time is like the golden you know like the goldilocks i mean i haven't met anyone well maybe a few but i haven't met anyone that is above 10 percent of their waking time in that space and if and if they are they manifest so quickly and easily it's incredible so we tend to judge ourselves too much as adults but but kids you know you know get it like this <laughs> now now from from a bible standpoint there is a lot about the heart that talks about uh like a uh, a humble heart doeth good like medicine that kind of thing uh isn't since being sensitive, kind of like having a heart that's reachable, so to speak? Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I think vulnerable would be a good way to describe it, but it's not very comfortable sometimes because with a vulnerable heart, you feel deeply, but you can also love and receive deeply. Dr. Bradley Nelson, who is the author of The Emotion Code, talked about something called a heart wall a wall that's made of trapped emotions or multiple negative emotions. And that can actually block you, not just from abundance and, you know, money and receiving love and things like that, but block you from experiencing joy. But when you release that heart wall, sometimes it's like mountains of tears, you know, because you, you get to feel and the sensitive people tend to be like that anyway. You know, they tend to have a very vulnerable heart. They, you know, want to, um, you, they want so much for the world to be in harmony. It really pains them that, that it isn't at this time. But that's, that's, I think, why they're here, Daniel, right now, like in this body, in this timeline, is to help usher in that newer future, if you will, mm-hmm. of that love and that harmony. I believe it's possible. Okay. Absolutely. And we see miracles all the time. Sometimes it's subtle, um, but, you know, People go, ah, I don't have power. You know, I'm like, you know what? If I can teach a five-year-old 
how to change the weather, you can do that too. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Kentucky Girl in the live chat says, my parents taught us that being sick was bad, like misbehaving. So we didn't get sick, and all my life I was known for rarely getting sick. Uh, so um, that's almost, uh, I know like we were talking about how we tell children to do this or that, but th is, is, would that be a good thing? Was she just describing? Well, yeah, I, I think that um, it, there's a difference between an empowering teaching and a disempowering teaching where you feel controlled. Because when you have the empowering teaching, the empowering in teaching, the, the other side of that uh, would be, you know, saying to your child, you know what, you have a really strong immune system. You know, all you got to say is, I have a strong immune system and you feel the energy in your body, right? If, you, if, if the parents are doing something like that, then it's less likely that the child's going to get sick. Or if they do get sick, they go, oh, you're really strong. You're going to get over this in, in just a few days. I am sure of that. Right. Yeah. Or something like that. But yeah. if you're like, you can't get sick, otherwise you're going to get in trouble. What happens that that creates a trauma? And you talked earlier about, you know, kids getting traumatized. Well, we know kids are getting traumatized because there's a whole bunch of adults running around with tons of trauma. <laughs> right. Well, we like to pass it on. We <laughs> like to pass that on to our kids. Yeah, so. it can kind of be infectious. Yeah, sometimes there can be things that are actually Unfortunately, thought forms, beliefs, uh, even emotions can actually be how much, ancestrally passed on to kids. As, as a whole, how much sickness do you think is caused by anxiety or really just the mind, to, to do a blanket thing there? How much, what percentage would you say is caused by the mind? Uh, well, you know, mind, emotions, trapped traumas, all that kind of stuff, I think accounts for a huge percentage of it. I can't really give a definitive percentage because we have some other things that are kind of like overlays to them, you know. Um, but uh, we know from Dr. Bruce Lipton's work, uh, Biology of Belief is his book. He's very famous now, and I love his work. He talked about epigenetics, whereas the environment actually informs the DNA what to do. People were taught that the DNA is like the blueprint. You know, you got diabetes on your mom's side or dad's side, heart disease on the other. Too bad, you're going to get heart disease, right? That's what we're kind of told, even if it's not that direct. Yeah, maybe you have a higher propensity for that, but guess what? In twin studies, they showed that you have an elderly twin, okay, one with a really good lifestyle, one that does not. One can The one without the healthy lifestyle can be blind and deaf and, you know, Peeing, needing, like, depends, right? The okay. other one is active in the bridge club, volunteering for the church. Right. And, uh, you know, because the environment's different. So epigenetics, that's what it's called, our environment, including our emotions, informs ourselves how healthy to be and what to do and our DNA at the end of the day. So just because you think you have something genetic does not mean it's game over for you. In fact, you have a better inspiration wow. uh, to actually work on those emotions, clear those mental energies that are no longer serving you, etc. Mm -hmm. All right, we have this question. Um, it says, uh, uh, Dr. Kant, okay, would you say that sensitivity you are talking about is not a snowflake whimpering, but more of a learning or being aware of multiple types and layers of energy around each person and environment? Great question there. Yeah, that's a fantastic question. Um, it's the, you know, I mean, there are many different definitions of it. Now, we normally hear about the negative side, like people that are, you know, too sensitive, you know, to electromagnetic radiation, cell phones, gluten, you know, all this kind of stuff when they, they're, they're sick or there's something wrong with them. But 
if you really think about it, they're kind of like the canaries in the coal mine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they are, are, are able there. It's like their sensors are really big. So they're able to um, sense things that other people can't sense. And that is really a gift. If you think about, you know, or imagine like in the old, maybe native American or ancient cultures, you know, aside from the chief, who was the next most revered person? The shaman, right? Yeah, the doctor. The medicine man, the shaman. And, and it, because why? Because they were intuitive, right? So right. they could sense, okay, we're going to be attacked by this tribe in three days. We got to move, right? And they were right. like, okay, we're moving, right? And everybody moves and they follow that. But in our society, we applaud you know, left brain logic and science and all this kind of stuff. Although, you know, intuitions has been proven in science and things like that. But right. most doctors even don't even know any of that research, right? I had to look for the papers to, to you know, to talk about it in my book. So so we don't really appreciate that it, that it's real. So she's absolutely right. It's It's not some you know, oh, I like to smell daisies. And I mean, yes, that's true too, but <laughs> yeah. you know, it can be really, really powerful force. Yeah. And and I, you know, I heard that, you know, maybe even some, uh, you know, uh, world leaders and presidents actually have somebody uh, in their wing, if you will, <laughs> not mm -hmm. that they publicize it, right, right. you know, who are intuitives for them. Right. Okay. Got another question for you uh, from, uh, uh, from, this is from Chris. He said, Dr. Karen, would you say that uh, then that developing your superpower is about learning to sense and keep clear boundaries so we are free from other negative energies do not impose our intentions on others? Mm -hmm. Well, it definitely includes all of that. So, you know, uh, people that are sensitive and even people that don't think they're sensitive uh, sometimes can be affected in a negative way and they just you know, don't realize it. So yeah, absolutely. We are, if we can train that sensitivity, um, almost like going to school for that, which is the whole point of my sensitivity or superpower book. It, it actually is a live training that I turned into a book. Um, because, you know, if we can learn how to harness that sensitivity and hone it, then it, it, we're not going to suffer from it, right? We're not going to suffer from the excessive gluten sensitivity. Uh, I can't tell you how many people, sensitive people through the pandemic, as you can imagine, got depressed, right? Really depressed, really anxious. When I do a reading for them, you know, like a friend of mine or whatever, I'd be like, well, actually, it's not your stuff. It belongs to the collective unconscious. You're, you've been feeling it for the last seven months, right? And they're like, Oh, that makes sense, right? Right, right, right? So when they're able to have healthier boundaries, when they can clear from their energy field, if you will, you know, everything that is not theirs, all of a sudden they come back to themselves. And guess what? That stone procedure does that automatically. It may not be complete, but that is does a lot of that. It helps you really hone into what is you and what is not you. Like if I start to get irritable during the day, I automatically go, okay, whose stuff is this? Wow. Right? And I can muscle test and go into stoem. And oftentimes it corrects itself. And sometimes I do actually need to know who it is uh, so I can do a healing on them on behalf of all of humanity, for example, because that's one of my roles. Uh, and then I feel better. <laughs> all right. Hey, we've got another uh, question here for you. Uh, it says, is a highly sensitive person what they call an intuitive or an empathic? For example, highly empath empathetic people uh, feel other people's feelings strongly, so funerals are really impossible for them. 
Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I used to not be able to go to funerals. Like, I mean, you know, I, I had a patient with, you know, HIV, I had other patients that died, and I just I just couldn't make myself, because I was just a bawling blob, you know, a mess, you know. <laughs> they had to be looking at me and not paying attention. And uh, that was really, really difficult, but um, – there's a way in which you don't have to close off that sensitivity. There's a way in which one can contain it and see the bigger picture, see the joy, see the life beyond, you know, um, appreciating. So filling ourselves with appreciation and gratitude. Now, this is a conscious effort thing. This is not taught in our society, so it's not automatic yet for us. But as we practice it, we become it becomes second nature and automatic, which is really exciting. So now I can go to funerals and I can still cry and that's okay. Hey, but I'm not devastated because I'm not feeling all the 300 other people's sadness in my body anymore. Well, Does that make sense? Well, I, I know that when I go to fill up the gas tank, I'm, I'm doing some crying. So I guess I got some sensitivity <laughs> myself. Um, hey, we got yeah, you're feeling everybody going, oh, my God, the gas prices are so high. <laughs> uh, I, I feel my pain. Get it? I feel my pain. Um, I just thought of that one. All right. Um, oh, Peter says, well, you know, you put, you got a good, uh, there's something else, Daniel, that you just triggered um, my memory of is, you know, talking about sadness is one thing, but uh, right. anger and fight. Okay. Okay. This is, uh, I don't, for lack of a better word, the dark side, whatever you want to call them. Okay. okay. The, the, the powers of be, the controllers, that's another word for them. Ooh. They love getting a rise and they will do what? it takes to get a rise from us and that includes mm. fighting and that includes fighting for freedom so we huh. can't fight for freedom and win because war is their game so we have to go beyond that and not you know um be sucked in and they're sucking us in all the time with media headlines you know this and that and even the whole give and go thing right right you know the ontario judge blah blah that is to get a rise from people it's to get them upset and get them blah 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 right um I know it takes some time to de de develop the superpowers to the point where you're, you know, even if I do get a rise, right, I right. go into that stoem and I go, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> and there's like all this energy running around. <laughs> right, right, and right, then right. it kind of calms myself and I realize then I can discern and go, they're just trying to get a rise out of us. They're mm. manipulating us through the media. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Well, Don't fall for it. Yeah, and that's one and, Go ahead. Yeah. But that, that is one thing that I've been fighting on, on this program is is this putting everybody in camp business, you know, groups and camps and, you know, mask and unmask, fast and not fast, you know, gays, straight. I mean, just you, you just name it. Everybody, black and white. They, the whole system is geared, and I think that's how they control it. So I'm always trying to fight that. So, you know what, we all have something in common. We're all having a human experience in this, or spiritual experience in a human body. And so, you know, we're all trying to find our way. So why don't, we, why don't we quit fighting a little bit, get together and listen to each other for a change and be be sensitive to other people's feelings and and things. Yeah, and it's not easy, Daniel, and I'm, I'm first to admit it um, because we have been con conned, conditioned to fight. Oh, good one, good one. You know, and, and even taking the word fight out of our language it's challenging. I'm working on this myself. I'm going to be perfectly honest. It's it's like when I start saying freedom fighter, you know, it's like, blah, blah, you know, um, so it's celebrating freedom. And at the end of the day, if you think it doesn't matter whether you're left, whether you're right, whether you're purple, green, blue, white, black, whatever, Alien. at the end of the day, everybody, well, maybe not the controllers, but everybody else wants the same thing. They want abundant health, right? Mm -hmm. 
prosperity. They want peace. They want harmony. They want good relationships. Mm -hmm. They want to be able to hug their grandmother, right? Everyone actually wants the same thing. How we go about it, we may differ, but if we can see the bigger picture and feel into that that unity and desire, that can really help us not be so angry and and you know irritable because uh, anytime we have a rise, anytime we go, I can't believe they're doing that. I can't believe they're doing right. another mandate, right? Right. We get into this fight energy and then we've lost. So, mm. but it, but it's okay if we get into that and you feel it, you go, whoops. I got caught up in that. I know what you're doing, trying to manipulate me. Now I'm going to go into stillness. I'm going to go, just feel it in my body. You feel all that energy in my body and that's it. And that's what you do with it. And so you're unmanipulatable and uncorruptible when you have control of your own energy field. Okay. Let's take a look at that uh, poll going on right now. I always like to see if they vary between the first uh, broadcast and later. Right now, uh, are you a sensitive soul? 78% say absolutely yes. 15% 15% says, what's that even mean? And we still got 5% down there to say not at all, not just no, but not at all, not sensitive at all. Doctor, we've got to help these people. We've got to be sensitive to the fact that they're not sensitive. And so, well, how- you know, I, well, I, you know, I, I might want to differ from you there. I mean, there are people that that is their role. Um, just because they're not sensitive doesn't mean they don't have superpowers either. It's just oh, that the oh, sensitive sure. ones, they just have to turn their sensitivity just like 180 to immediately access, you know, all those superpowers, take some training. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the ones that aren't sensitive, um, it doesn't mean that they don't have those gifts or that power. It may mean that their access is, uh, you know, maybe not as obvious you know, for other people. And it's okay. We don't all have to to be sensitive. We don't all have to be the same. You know, that is okay. Um, I think there's a way in which the people like, well, I'm not really sensitive to foods or smells or anything like that, but they're still empathetic. Mm, Okay. So So, so what I was going to say, though, if they don't have as much as we do, uh, can we impart it to them or do we need to train them? Or can we, or we do mm. both? How's that go? Yeah, that's really interesting. So, you know, so many of us want so much for our loved ones and friends and family to to be in a different space from where they are right now, <laughs> myself included. Um, and one of the best things we can do for them is to just continue looking at ourselves, you know, uh, healing ourselves, working on our own stuff. And I have found that there are pretty miraculous things that can happen in a family uh, when that happens. And so it's less about you know, training them or teaching them, but really demonstrating that wholeheartedly. And there's one chapter in my book that is for, may I think it'd be really helpful right now because there's a lot of families, as you know, fighting, you know, vax versus no vax, mask versus no mask, you know, all those kinds of things. And um, transformational telepathy is a technique uh, in, in my Sensitivity to Superpower book where you can connect to them on an energetic level. So not even seeing them, not even talking to them, you know, no words exchange. Right. You connect to them on an energetic level and you appreciate them for, you know, what they mean to you. Or, you know, we write down 10 things we appreciate about the person. We feel the appreciation. And this is really good for conflict. I can't tell you how many times that uh, when somebody, you know, misunderstood what I said or vice versa. And then there's conflict. They're like, you know, I can't believe you said that. And, you know, right. And I start getting riled up and I'm like, oh boy, there I go getting riled (laughs) up. Right. Then I go, I know what I have to do. (laughs) I go into transformational telepathy and it takes me a minute. Uh, It's much faster now, but 
So I start writing 10 things I appreciate about that person, 10 things I appreciate about that person, right? And I feel the appreciation. I really, I'm not just making it up. I'm really, you know, what I appreciate about the person. And uh, we usually tell, I used to tell my patients to do it for 30 days straight. And it's pretty miraculous what happens. Uh, But for me, you know, I just noticed even within 48 hours, you know, I'll be doing this for two nights, intending to do it as long as it takes. And I'll meet that other person, you know, two days after. And it's like a completely different exchange. You're like, you know, when you know how we say, well, we can't really change people and only change ourselves. Actually, sort of not true. <laughs> when we mm-hmm. change ourselves and our frequency and we start, we stop resisting. Right. They stop resisting. Right. It's almost like giving them like a little healing love bubble when we do oh. transformational telepathy and mm-hmm. the resistance is gone. And I've had people where the other person comes, makes a beeline right to them and says, I am sorry. And, you know, my patient's like, what? What just happened? Hold, 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 <laughs> like, who is this person? You know? <laughs> hold on. Did you say? Did you say love bubble? Well, you know, it's it's just a way in which, like, when we feel like, okay, okay. So I'm I'm sure there's many people that are not too happy with our current president. Okay. Okay. And so when we think about our current president, you know, you could, if you tune into your body, you could start feeling kind of like this, like, I really want to choke this guy sometimes, right? We got a lot of bubbles over here right now. <laughs> right. So, so that energy, um, they feel it on that end, on okay. their end, believe it or not. And you know what? Do they need more of that or do they need more love? Right. They need right. more love. Right. Of course. So it behooves us if we really want to get, what we want to get out of this and see a different reality, we have to deal with our own resistance, our own angst, our own anger towards that person and be able to be in a place of neutrality or even a place of love with regards to that person that we, we don't like what they're doing, no. right? No. We disagree with what they're doing. We don't think it's right. We don't think it's moral. But at the end of the day, if we can be in a neutral emotional state, when we think about that person, you know, we've been, I've been saying, you know, I call it love bubbles, but basically it's that, that lack of resistance. Like, for example, with Justin Trudeau, right? Okay. Um, you know, I didn't know too much about, about him. I just thought, wow, what a young, handsome, you know, prime minister, you know, years wow. ago, right? <laughs> I had no idea he was involved in everything. He had some love bubbles with. there, it sounds like. <laughs> um, so, I, so what I've been doing is, you know, I know people are – you know, have things on their truck and everything like F Trudeau and all this kind of stuff, right? Okay. It's not my, it's not my deal in most sensitive souls. It's not their deal either. So I imagine what it's like in his space. Okay. So I imagine, and I'm not saying this is true, but I'm just imagining, wow, his controllers have got him puppet strings, puppet strings, you know, the convoy's wondering, why is he not meeting with us? And I'm like, uh, yeah, well, his controllers are not going to let him do that. Wow. And now he's a drama teacher, so he's really good at acting. Okay. So it's not that I feel sorry for him, but it's sort of like I empathize that he actually has no choice and they have dirt on him and that's what they do. They get dirt on you. They yep. get, you know, they, they have a camera, they film you doing nefarious things. Right. And then they right. blackmail you and right. you're like, yeah, guess what? And if it's mm. between lying to the Canadian public or getting killed or having family killed or whatever, what are you going to choose? Mm-hmm. So well, that I degree lot, of empathy. I definitely think a lot of people agree with you on on that uh, uh, on that right there. Hey, we got this. It's not not a question. It is more of a statement. It says the doctor is so right in how you handle a narcissist. You rise above and don't engage on their level. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, empaths, so the, the highly sensitive person that actually feels and processes other people's emotions, they tend to attract narcissists. You know, my first husband was a mini narcissist. He wasn't that bad, but mm. but he had narcissistic tendencies. Mm. And everybody that we attract and who we deal with is like a mirror to ourselves. In in other words, we go, well, we're not like that person, you know? Oh my God, I'm not narcissistic or I'm not evil or whatever, right? right, right but right. here's the thing is we can't appreciate something in someone else that we don't already have in ourselves. So if there's, you know, so my ex-husband, I'd be like, okay, what was I, what was I supposed to learn from this relationship? And I realized he was really good at voting for himself, you know, like mm. really good at expressing his needs, what he needed, when he needed it. He wasn't going to do anything that wasn't aligned with his values. I was the big pretender. I was the codependent. Mm. I was trying to make everybody happy and harmonious and yada, yada. And he was just real. It was just authentic. And I thought... That's what I was supposed to learn from him. You know, I didn't realize it after the divorce, but you know, at least I figured it out. <laughs> so, so yeah, so empaths actually, sometimes a narcissist is the best thing because you got to learn how to stand on your own two feet, right? right? And be able to be solid in your energy. So do a little bit more of what they do well. And you're never going to pervert it into something terrible because that's just not who you are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, some people talk about, uh, this thing called an aura. Are, are you able to detect people's auras? Well, I'm a feeler, so my um, my my biggest superpower is feeling, um, and I do have Claire. So that's called Claire Sentience. The other superpowers are Claire Audience, which is hearing, Claire right. Gustin's taste, Claire Essence smell, clairvoyance right? Uh, okay. Which is vision, like Claire knowing, which is just knowing the answer. Okay. So um, I don't see well. If uh, let me back that up, I don't commonly see auras around people necessarily. Like some people will see like thick layers and colors and black and all that kind of stuff. If I I know how to focus my eyes so I can see an aura, but the aura I normally see is about you know an inch above the person. So it's not something that I necessarily examine. However, um, so my clairvoyance out here, seeing out here, not so hot. My husband, on the other hand, he commonly will see things like he'll see ghosts and, you know, not, not maybe in, in full technicolor, but he'll ghosts? be like, what was that? <laughs> you know? Okay. We'll shadow, go somewhere. Like shadow people. Does it was he, dark. Does, was that an entity? You know, does he so see he dead people? Like, yeah, well, some people do. And uh, right now we're going through a really interesting stage in our you know, uh, evolution, if you will, of, of the whole planet, of all of humanity, is that we're we're able to sense other our other timelines. I know we're getting super esoteric here, um, but uh, some sure. people are actually able to sense and feel other people in their space that they think are ghosts. Now, I, I'm a divine muscle test, so I just go into stoem, I connect with source, and then I just ask the question, you know, is this is this a demon, is this a ghost, is this oh. a da-da-da-da-da? Mm -hmm. And what I find is there's a lot more people who are actually interact, well, not interacting, but can feel what's going on in their alternate timelines. One client in particular, she said, I swear there's a big dog jumping on my bed, <laughs> you know, and I don't have a dog, dog, right? But in an alternate timeline, she does. Now, 10 oh. years ago, you wouldn't have gotten that. But more recently, people are able to interact sometimes even with their alternate timelines. Uh, and that can kind of freak people out. They don't know, you know, that they can do that. Well, 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 wow, man, you're packing a lot of stuff in there. Alternate timelines? Yes, I know. I know, you know, quantum physics always talks about let's go down universes. Into, let's go down that rabbit hole, man. I want to know all about that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's, 
I, the way I, you know, when I do my light medicine work and I, and I do teach a, a healing methodology called Topican healing method. Um, for me, when I was, you know, working in the office, I'm now re retired from medicine and acupuncture. But when I was working in the office, I was doing this light medicine, doing divine muscle testing, checking in on what's causing or contributing to this person's issues, you huh. know? And, you know, if I, I didn't get an answer, I'd be like, stubbornly, like, okay, I need an answer. So I would just keep asking keep asking questions until i figured it out and uh, some people call me a spiritual investigator you know i, I just want to figure it out because i want to help that person okay. and so we ended up going down these different rabbit holes now uh i want to give um some kudos to dr bradley nelson of the emotion code and the body code so i'm a certified practitioner for both of those things he introduced me to the idea of entities so you know ghosts and evil spirits and things like that and uh, I was kind of excited about it. I remember when I was at, in Utah in this room learning about it, I was like, like this. I was like, whoa, that's so cool, right? And half the other people were like, <laughs> they want to run out of there. They wouldn't want to know about it. Don't want to know, don't want to know, don't want to know, right? But I was like, that is so interesting. And so I just kept going down this rabbit hole. What is causing this person's issues? You know, and just kept asking, 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 source all these questions. And it came out, you know, that, oh, wow, there's a, parallel timeline okay interesting and you know other non-parallel timelines where the person's actually an alien <laughs> you know and and here's the thing a lot of highly sensitive people those that are especially sensitive since birth um have souls that have experiences in other timelines that are non-human um for example i actually have two souls uh, one is uh, part uh, angelic and part alien merged into one and the other is uh alien as well but a light being now, do I remember stuff from different timelines? Not hold, really. Hold on here, man. Are, you say you got alien stuff going on inside? Uh, well, it's a so. In other words, you know, <laughs> my husband likes to quip, uh, "We're aliens to everybody else too, right? Like, <laughs> just because we're on Earth, we're not like Earth centric, and and everyone else is an alien, and we're not. We're all aliens." Okay, so uh, are what you... I'm saying is that I may have other. Um, experiences in other timelines as many people do we've discovered so, on another so, planet so in are, are past you, lives so are you a reptilian no but however i might have been sometime in the past because seventh seventh and ninth dimensionals and i'm not absolutely sure but i have a lot of run-ins with not so great aliens um and so they're doing some nefarious things on the planet and that's where i get to go no 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 you're not doing that Okay, so um, energy weapons, things like I mean, so just you, all sorts of stuff. Okay, all okay, sorts of okay. Stuff. So, they, so, they, so they you joyride in the body. <laughs> so you could be an insectoid. Um, I don't think I've ever tested as mantid, but I do have some clients that have. Okay, so um, and actually, test. there there were a couple of reptiles that. You're, you're uh, not did. a mantis, right? Is that it? Hmm. You're you're not a mantis. No, I don't think I have other timelines as a mantis, but I think I was seventh dimensional. So I think I did have run-ins with the reptilians in other timelines, which is probably why I'm so involved in doing the healing for alien attacks and things like that. Oh, boy, I said that on well, publicly. Have, anyway. Um, so have you been now, on a spaceship? Here's the thing. Have you been there on a spaceship? There are good reptilians, too. Have you been on a spaceship? No, no, not yet. Well, not in this body, in this timeline. But I you're looking forward to it. By that. You feel like um, you're missing out. I was invited, but I was like too attached to my earthly, this is before the pandemic. 
And I was like, you want me on a council? Really? I don't know. I don't know. They do that I to mean, you. What am I going to do? Are you going to give, like, are you going to do a hologram skating rink for me? Because I don't want to exactly. miss skating. And what about my dog? What about my right. husband? <laughs> right. Right. Well, they I could, they no. could he, but maybe they could give you like a, like a, uh, another, like a clone of your husband in a, like a gray uh, body. Yeah, well, yeah. Most of the clones. And then take all the bad parts out. Not so good. Not good stuff, guys. Yeah. Yeah, the cloning stuff is uh, generally speaking not not for our highest and greatest good. So not a big fan of that. <laughs> okay, okay, but but normally you, you normally you you hang out in the, in your human body. Is that it? Well, all the time. You know, here's the thing: is a lot of highly sensitive people have experiences as an angel, you know, as a reptilian or as mm. uh, Arcturian or as a Pleiadian, oh. you know, in other timelines. Mm. And when they incarnate into a human body. 99.9% of the time, they're here to heal the planet. They're here to bring peace. And so that's why they you know, chose this mission. Now, this mission is difficult. Mm. First of all, we're more sensitive than the other person, so the average person. So it's difficult from that point of view. Mm-hmm. But our, our um, and, and the other thing is we don't remember everything, you know, and most people don't remember anything. So by the time they get super sick in their 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s, mm-hmm. and then they discover, oh, wow, you know, I used to be a light being, and I don't really function that well in a human body. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know? So we help them integrate that. Now, there are some aliens that are actually hybrid DNA. Mm. So they have ET and human DNA. But I would say about 80%, uh, don't quote me on that, but around 80% are the good guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're here again to evolve, you know, the consciousness of the planet. And so that's part of my role is helping to evolve the consciousness of a planet. So, um, my Lemurian self was not reptilian, which is the soul I have right now, uh, the angelic soul and then the light being soul. So the soul I have in this body and timeline does not come from those other places, but there are people that, that do, and they aren't necessarily negative people. It's like saying all black people are bad. I mean, that's racist, right? You can't say all reptilians are bad or all mantids are bad or whatever, you know? There could be like 10% or 5% or whatever, 20%, you know, Mm. that are actually, you know, good or at least neutral. Um, So we have to be careful of our judgments of other planets because this is what's going to make or break our harmony and unity on this planet. They're already trying to manipulate us and scare us to be scared of aliens, Mm. okay? Like the, the, the deep state, if you will. You know, the Pentagon releasing, oh, yeah, yeah, they're real, right? Kind of on the radar. Well, the disclosure is, like, terrible. They've been doing it since the 20s. Like, they got dead bodies of aliens that they've dissected and reverse engineered their craft. And, you know, and they don't tell us anything. You know, hey, that sucks. Hey, hey, doctor, I got a call a few years back. Um, I've never determined if it's real or a hoax. Uh, so I'm going to see if it plays here and you can listen to it. And tell me if you either relate to the caller or you think the Caller's a kook. Let's see. Let's see if I can play it here. Hello, caller. You're on the edge with Daniel Ott. You know, in a report, a shape-shifting underground military base. Uh, it's underground sometimes, but then it shifts in a different shape, and it becomes a underground uh, bed of water, an ocean. Uh, it's got fish in it and some uh, mermaids and mermaids.
So, so I don't know. I, I never. <laughs> I don't know. Should I have the guy on the show? <laughs> well, you know, I, I've uh, never heard of uh, an underground military base uh, in that format uh, turning into that. Or um, I think there probably really are more people, but I don't know the context of that. Whether that's a this timeline, alternate timelines. All that kind of stuff. I have not personally had any um, interactions with mer people, um, and what people call mer people may be another alien species, you know, mm -hmm. that are water water loving species. Um, some people have said dolphins and whales are actually from other, so, you know, so, dimensions, so, if you will. So They're so loving and beautiful, and again, here to help shape uh, and help evolve humanity. I do think that that person was probably, you know, uh, well, either maybe delusional or you know try, <laughs> or trying to like you know uh pull pull a fast one um because most people are not going to be that uh open about that and uh yeah mm -hmm. yeah most of well, the souls are like super did, secretive did, they can't even tell their family who they really are because they're so afraid of retribution well it sounds to me like that caller was a merman well well if he wants to be at the end of the day, I, I is that, that especially is that is that a superpower being being a mer person? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know them, so they're not they're not the species that I really deal with on a database database day to day basis. So all of us have talents. All of us have gifts. Um, some may have better gifts than other. I mean, I have to say, I really enjoy Aquaman. You know, I love superhero movies, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So, okay, you know, I mean, if he looks like Aquaman, I think there's a lot of women out there who would really. <laughs> Who might want to say hello? But <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, well, we'll check it out. See if we get him on the show. Maybe get you guys hooked up. Hey, this question here uh, says: Do you think um, that a thought form is involved in the worldwide COVID situation we are in? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, I can see that from from Peter. Um, you know, there's a lot of negative thought forms that have been projected actually it's in my um healing uh in my topic and healing method we have these guides guide one two and three with right. matrices and answers on them if you will and we do divine muscle testing to figure out what's going on with people uh and we have found a lot of times that there is a, a negative uh, thought form that can be placed in someone's energy field or fields because sometimes it's like everybody that's being attacked um and the people that have a an intact auric field an intact boundary they don't get affected so that's the other benefit of doing the stoem is that you get stronger and stronger in your energy field and so your light if you will because you're automatically healing to some degree when you're in that space okay. uh, then you're going to be more resilient to these things so they will put a negative thought from and i can tell you which ones that are really common uh, one of them is, um, and I call this projected negative thought forms. One is you are powerless or I am powerless. So that's been placed in there. We've, we've pulled that out of people. Um, I am bad. That's another one that's really, oh. really common. God does not exist. That was really interesting. Um, some of them were placed by aliens, the bad guys, not the good guys, of course. Mm -hmm. Okay, so do you think God exists? God, yeah, absolutely. God is not necessarily a person. Like we humans tend to personalize God in our image. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that source God is like the equivalent of the zero point field, that it permeates everything and that free will is one of the, the biggest gifts that we have, mm -hmm. you know, in, in, this, uh, in this reality. 
So we get to choose. I know some people are thinking, I can't choose. I have to get a COVID test or I have to get a, you don't have to get a vax. But actually, no, you don't. <laughs> did you get you to choose. choose? Did you get to choose your alien body? I mean, did you get to choose between being a reptilian or an insectoid? And and, and obviously, you wouldn't be a, a Nordic because you got the wrong hair color. Don't you have to have blonde hair color to be a Nordic? Well, I chose to be human. You know, 100% human. I don't have any alien DNA. Although, you know, I'm sure some people have extra gifts with that. Uh, but uh, I don't have any alien DNA in this body and timeline. I chose to be human. Why? Because wow. this is dense. Okay, a human body is so dense 3d right and we're trying to get to that 5d that higher consciousness can you imagine if you can have this meat suit okay and you can raise your consciousness while in a meat suit right, right. that higher vibration then you're going to bring all these people with you and that's the benefit of being human and and so i don't think necessarily i would necessarily wish to be something else because i know i have a job to do in this timeline and it's to be human and it's to feel Sometimes what humans feel, which sometimes is not so comfortable, hmm. right? Like, do I want to just be able to fly and never feel pain? And yeah, well, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's my ego talking, you know, but in my heart, I just realized that, uh, you know, to empathize truly with people is to be able to feel sometimes their suffering or what they're going through and to be able to empathize and be compassionate and then rise above that, mm -hmm. right? But that's well, probably why I got sick in the first place. Um, besides, you know, running myself ragged and trying to be everything to everyone. But that illness was one of the best gifts that, that I could have ever had because I wouldn't be who I am today without that illness. So having overcome the illness, I can help other people overcome theirs too. So with super sensitivity, would you be able to tell who's, who's walking around uh, as a, a humanoid but in an alien body of some sort? Wow, you really like this alien thing, Daniel. I do, I do, man, because that, this is a tie-in that I didn't see anywhere in your bio and I, or in your website, so it's kind of a little bit of a surprise to me. Yeah, there, so here's the thing is um, my current understanding, I don't deal with it every day, okay, but my current understanding is for certain alien species that um, they can, um, holographically is probably the best explanation, um, they can project a 3D image if you will or feeling so that they do look human um have you guys have you guys seen the uh the cartoon inside job i, I haven't oh it's all about the deep state right so okay. right in the beginning of the credits there's some senator that's answering the phone and he turns into a reptilian no. right there right in car in the cartoon so it's it's a good laugh and uh you know oprah's in the show and you know it's mm -hmm. it's it's kind of funny uh but they're having the same human problems as the rest of us are which is even funnier but they actually do a lot of truth telling you know in the show and then of course they distort a whole bunch in there as well um yeah so one of the people that I interviewed on the podcast, um, and uh, Miguel Mendoza, Mendoza, oh boy, me and my pronunciation. Anyway, so um, being with the beings, meet the hybrids are the two of his books. Maybe you have him on your show to talk, you know, if you love this topic, talk to him about oh, it. Sure. Uh, one of the gals that was interviewed um, had, you know, she did all this alien art, sculpture kind of art. I believe it's the same gal I'm thinking of that I read in the chapter. Uh, because he interviewed many, many, many people who have had other lives, you know, uh, as aliens. And this particular one could actually see, periodically could see her tail. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but then, and then, and then she couldn't, and then she could, and then she couldn't, you know. So it's like she couldn't, you know, quite control that, that, that ability. But I do know of some alien species that purposefully use a device 
to slow their vibration down so we can actually see them. And some of them look very, very human. You know, many species look very human. There's billions of species. So so many look very, very human, and some of them are here, uh, you know, doing a job to help us out. But they, they, the good guys can't just do it for us, right? Mm. Humans have to raise our consciousness to do it for ourselves because otherwise we're just going to be enslaved again. Well, speaking about being enslaved, I think I've got a video here. Maybe you take a look at it. It's, I believe it's the CEO of Moderna. And we're talking about shape shifting. And in fact, by the way, somebody asked if 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 you can shape shift. Can you shape shift? No, that'd be fun though. I would love a a, a much um, slimmer waistline at this point. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's never heard of that shape shift before. All right. Let me see if I can play this. I'll get out of here and then I'll put it in there real quick. Here we go. And then let me jump out of here. Put this in here. See if we get that to play. All right, see if it plays in the background. The product, the vaccine is effective and safe. Talk, if you can, for a moment about the safety. What have you what learned about serious side effects? That the product, the vaccine is effective and safe. Talk, if you can, for a moment about the safety. What have you learned about serious side effects? About the safety. What have you learned about serious side effects? I'm thinking that some, some and sort of And what can you tell us about the effectiveness here. of the drug? We know it was 95%. <laughs> Well, you know See? what? Yeah, go ahead. I, yeah, you know, I think it's really, really easy to, you know, manipulate the 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 videos, and this is where we get caught, right? Again, or they're gets trying caught. to, at some point, even make it on purpose, mm -hmm. so that we will get into that division or get into that separation mm -hmm. mentality. Right, to right. go, oh, he's a reptilian, you know, right. and then we, and our minds go, reptilians are bad, right? right. And so, you know, <laughs> it's very, very subtle and manipulative. So I would say to people, just be careful of that. You know, they will sometimes will put stuff out as controlled opposition as well. So you go, yeah, we're winning this fight, right? Only later on to find out, no, we didn't. <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah, just, be you know, th be those things are like, doesn't really... Be careful. Yeah, when, I'm not that interested in those things. Yeah, all right. Be, be careful when Moderna CEO starts shape shifting. All right, here's a question. Christy says, uh, Doctor, perhaps a demonstration of a mini healing of a discomfort that Daniel now has would be enlightening. I, why do I have any discomfort? All right. Um, well, I'm not sure you want to be put on the spot like that, but. Uh, well, sure. Why not? I mean, if, I don't have or any discomfort. if there's anybody else on, on, all right, the, hit. on the chat that all right, has. Hit. Uh, okay, hit me with going it. On. Hit me with it. I'm ready. Well, what do you have going on? Um, Anything? I, I, got a, I got a little bit of rosacea going on here. Okay. So can we, can we, we can, can we, do that. All right. Let's deal with it. All right. Okay. So in the Topican healing method, so this is the healing methodology that I that I teach, um, you know, online with my students. It's uh, different from what's in the book. The book is really about yeah. that how to use your sensitivity as a superpower. This is actually a healing modality called the Topican healing method. Mm -hmm. So we have three steps. We have an ask, sorry, we have an align, ask, and activate. Ooh. So the align step is where I go into Stoem and I connect to that zero point field, source, creator, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Then the ask, I use divine muscle testing. Now I just do a little finger rub test. Oh. It's on camera. You can't really see the difference, but I can feel the difference. Mm. So we teach yeah, like six different methods, you know, in, in, um, in the course, okay. uh, in the book, we do the sway method, which is standing when the, the answer is yes, you sway forward. And when it's no, you sway back. So, okay. um, 
that's how we do it uh, to teach little kids and you know beginners. It's really good to to use that method. But I use the finger up method. So oh. when I get a yes response, um, then it gets sticky. And when I get a no response, it feels like two magnets of the same pole just kind of you know um, um, running a, apart from each other. So that's what it feels like on my end. So I align to you know God, Creator, Source. Um, we ask the questions of you know the highest source. So okay. God creator. And then right. um, we muscle test oh. doing divine muscle test and get yes, no answers for specific things. And then um, in the methodology, we actually can use our charts and get some answers. So I, oh. are, are you sure you want to do this publicly? <laughs> I don't know what's going to come up, Daniel. Sure. Go ahead. All right. Awesome. All right. So I'm already in uh, the align phase, but I'm just going to do a muscle testing checkup here to make sure I can be as accurate as possible. And I just hydrated. So that's also a oh, good thing to good. do. Show me a yes. Show me a no. Okay. So I'm just doing a little finger rub test down here. Yep. So that's good. Uh, is Karen Okay. So I'm just going to ask. Um, so I believe we have team members, if you will, spirit team members, some people call them, you know, guardian angels, whatever you want to call them. So we're going to ask that our team members, your team members, my team members, our guardians, you know, be here to support us uh, throughout this. So what I'm going to do is ask yes, no questions right now. So where do you have the rosacea? Just on the face? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're going to ask uh, just kind of a simple question. How happy and balanced is the skin on the face uh, right now, 50, 41, 2. Okay, so we get 42% happy. Okay. <laughs> okay, so good to know. We use happy just as a descriptor. All right. So now we want to know why. So, of the things that can heal, that can heal right now, how many things are causing or contributing to the skin condition or preventing it from healing? We're going to count one, yes, two, yes, three, yes, four, five, six, okay. five things. So, we have five things that can heal right now in this moment. So I'm going to ask how many of these five things are in the Topican Healing Guide charts? Ooh. All five. Lucky you. Okay. We don't All have to right. <laughs> Okay. Any in Guide 1. Yes. Okay. So Guide 1 is healing blocks and imbalances. So we're just going to go from the top to see how many are in this one. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, so all five are in here. Okay, there are other there are other charts too. Ones for downloading positive energies. Ones for just more conversation with source. This one is usually removal of things that are not for your highest and greatest good. So let's check what it is. Okay, let's check. Uh, all right. So number one, what's the most important thing for Daniel to know? Is it in column A, B, or C? B. Even or odd row? Odd row. Row one. Row three. Okay, so row three is the emotional row. So the first thing on this is emotional habit, emotional addiction. Okay, I'm getting a yes for emotional addiction. Let me check the other ones. Is it a conflict shock or emotional debris? Okay, so emotional addiction. Sent, and don't feel bad about it because we've all had them. We just oh, are in the subconscious. Um, so this is how we figure it out. Is an emotional addiction to be or not be something? Nope, nope. Okay, I'm getting a no for that. To feel or not feel something. Okay, to not feel blank. So here's where we have to kind of go into that stillness space and just tune in and, you know, I'll, I'll say out loud a bunch of different options okay. and then I'm waiting for a yes on my muscle testing, just, right. you know. Okay. Okay. Are, are you, so are not you, feel. Are you in contact with somebody right now? Uh, just, just God. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tell him I said, hey. Yeah, so uh, and 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 so our intuition. This is part of that sensitivity or superpower. We're using our intuitive superpowers through the body, which is one of the more accurate ways of doing it. 
Um, so not, do you have an emotional addiction to not feel safe? No, not feel powerful. Okay. Yes. Okay. So uh -huh, good guess, Karen. Okay. So, so on some level in the subconscious, there's an emotional addiction to not feel powerful. So what we want to do is delete that. Um, so what I'd have you do, Daniel, is just maybe close your eyes and just feel the body just for a moment. And I'm going to do an extraction to take away this emotional addiction. And then we want to get your feedback on what that feels like. Okay. So do we need to know more? I'm getting a no. All right. I now command that the emotional addiction to not feel powerful be deleted, dissolved, and uncreated from you in the highest and best way, all directions of time with ease and grace. Thank you. Now, for anybody else that's on the show live or even on the replay, if you have an emotional addiction that's a similar thing, more than likely yours will actually release as well. So if you have something that you notice Most in your right body, there. please type it in. Okay. Daniel, how are you doing so far? I mean, I'm doing great. I'm feeling better right now. <laughs> what do you feel in your body? And you don't have to feel anything. You might not feel anything. Um, I feel like I want to drink coffee. Like you're tired and you want to drink coffee or you're thirsty? I just do it during the show anyway. Okay, let's do the second one. Okay, so we got five, right? So second That's one. That's all I got. Call, yeah, call A, B, B, even odd, odd, one, three, five. Okay, so this one's spiritual, actually. Ooh, so it's in row 5B. Is it related to an entity attachment, cord, tether? Okay, I'm getting yes for entity tether. Ooh. So what this is is kind of like a leash. I like that one. Yeah, we definitely want to get rid of this one. So yeah. um, where is it? On your head, no, neck, yes, back or front, front. So it's in the front. Now, there's a difference between an entity cord and an entity tether. So in tether is more like there's not energy exchange there with an entity, but it's sort of like a leash. So there's a little bit of control there. So what we want to do is delete it. I just want to check if the entity is still there. Is the entity still there? No. Okay. Is it healed already? Yes. Okay. Um, so the entity that created the tether has already healed. 100%. Is that true? I'm getting a yes. Just curious, when did the entity heal? Today? Yes. Before we started the show? No. During? Yes. Fantastic. We're already in automatic healing. Great. I love it when that happens. Okay, so we do need to remove this tether. So, Daniel, do you have any issues with your neck? You may not, but, uh, you know, anything that has bothered you ever no, in this no, area chronically? No, neck good. Neck's good? Neck good, yeah. Okay, so let's go ahead and delete it. So it's now commanded that this entity tether be deleted, dissolved, and uncreated with love in the highest and best way, all directions of time, and the whole filled with love and light in the highest and best way. Thank you. Okay, let's do number three. Feeling better. Oh. <laughs> Column A, B, C, C, even odd, odd, one. Okay, this one's actually physical. Ooh. So is it hydration? No. Mineral levels? Yes. Okay, so your mineral levels aren't happy. Let's check how happy they are. In this body and timeline, 50, 60, 70, 80, 71. Not bad, but could be better. So about 71% <clears throat> optimal. I was, worried about, I was worried about that number right there. What did I get, a 71? 71% optimal. Ooh. So let's check how many of your mineral levels are less than 95% happy. One in particular. They're not happy. Okay. If your mineral level is happy, nobody's happy. Yeah, let's see which one it is. Is it calcium? Magnesium? Yes. Okay, that's a common one. So magnesium is low. Oh. So um, is that because you're having problems processing magnesium? Yes. Uh, is it because you're not taking enough? No. Okay. So you're taking enough, but you're not processing it. 
So are you having problems absorbing it? No. Assimilating it? Yes. Utilizing it? Yes. Distributing it? No. Okay. So you have two issues with the processing. So, hang on, hang on. I, I need more magnesium? Uh, no. Oh, you good there. Learn, your body needs to process the magnesium you're already taking in. Oh, so that's, okay. that's okay. where good it deal. gets really kind of sophisticated but cool. In Topogan Healing, we can ask that question. Do you need more or are you just having problems processing it? Right, right, right. And this can be a temporary thing as well. You know, it's not like it's necessarily chronic, you know, that you've had this. But magnesium is important for 325 different enzymatic processes in the body, including detoxification, mm. energy production, right? Mm. And when we see anything on the skin, that means the gut is out of balance and the detox organs are not functioning optimally. The skin's one of the largest detoxification, well, is the largest detoxification organ in the body, mm. which means the skin will do it mm -hmm. when the liver or the kidneys or the lungs or the colon cannot do it as efficiently. So anytime you see any sort of skin issue, think gut, think detox system. Mm. Yeah, so let's go ahead and what's, um, what's my score this. on the gut? What was that, Daniel? What, what's what's the score on my gut? Is it doing okay? Okay, we we can check that too. Okay, should we check how happy the gut is? Okay, so what we do for the detox system for the gut um, is we can check its integrity. So how good is the lining of the gut? Because we know if you have holes in the lining, that can cause you know, uh, big molecules to come in and cause reactions and allergies and inflammation and things like that. Right, right, right. So how intact and happy is your gut lining right now? 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 81, 2, 82. So we want that 100%. My gut be happy if I had a beer right now. Well, I don't know about beer, but uh, bone broth. <laughs> I'm just trying to make my gut happy, organic. man. Now, not if my gut's not happy, nobody's show, happy. Right? You're not my patient, but I'm giving general, okay. general guidance. Right, go ahead. Uh, I have to say that. Um, so bone broth, organic bone broth, is a really great thing to heal the gut. Very natural. Um, one to three cups go. a day, whether it be in a soup or you know just uh, drink it. I mean, I actually mm. buy organic bone broth and then I make my own as well. So, so that's gonna, very so, very healing so, so for the gut. That would support just, the skin as well. For, but the for, the, the for the people that are just tuning in, you're you're doing a you're doing a scan right now of me right now. Yeah, we're doing a mini healing, a mini assessment okay. of healing. All yep. right, just so people understand what's going on. All right, go ahead. Yeah, so we're what we're going to do is um, we're going to see if you can uh, get your assimilation and utilization of your magnesium up with light medicine. Mm. So let's check how happy yes. is your magnesium utilization right now. Scary. 71%. And, um, and how about uh, the other? 81. 81. Okay, so we want 81. these as close to 100 as possible. Okay, guess what? what? You're going to be doing this one. Okay, good. So I'm going to have you repeat after me. I now command. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I now command. i got to say with authority here. All my mineral processing. All my mineral processing. Be optimized to 100%. I want optimization 100% right now. Highest and best way. The highest and best way. All directions of time. All direction of time. With ease and grace, thank you. And what now? With ease and grace, thank With you. ease and grace. Okay. I'm feeling, feeling and say, it. And we usually end with thank you. just to. And we got to thank the source. Yes, exactly. So let's check. How happy is your mineral utilization now? 50, right, 80, check. 95, 6, 7, 97, much better. And how about assimilation? 50, 60, yes. 70, 80, 91, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 97 as well. Good. Nice.
Okay, good. So let's check how happy is your magnesium processing. 50, 60, 70, 80, 95, 6, 7, 97. Okay, good. So much, we want it over 95%. That's pretty good for your first one. Sometimes we don't get it up there the first try. Right. That's pretty good. So when you take in the bone broth, magnesium, you know, then you'll be able to process it better and that'll help the detoxification system and all these 324, 25, you know, processes that magnesium does. So the next one <laughs> is, okay, so we got three out of the five, right? Yeah, three, three of the five, so I'm, I'm counting. All right, column A, B, B, even, odd, odd, one, three, emotional, okay, we're back in that emotional box. Okay, is good. it an emotional habit? No. Addiction? No. Conflict shock? Yes. Was it from this timeline? Yes. Were you less than five? Five to ten? Yes. Okay. Age seven, give or take a year? Conflict or shock? Okay, so something was shocking to you Ooh. around age seven, and that could be anything from, you know, you found out your best friend was moving away, or a dog died, or your dad lost his job. No, I'll or... tell you what happened. My brother stole my slinky when I was mm, seven. When I'm I was getting seven. no, that wasn't it. That wasn't it? Well, it happened, so I figured it was, I'm traumatized. Well, that didn't traumatize you, apparently, enough to cause And he smashed, he smashed my Mr. Permanent and thing. another brother so smashed my... Can you think my, of anything else? Well, yeah, another brother smashed my Mr. Potato Head. I worked really nope. hard on that, too. Wasn't that either. Man, I, I get traumatized. I, you know, was it a girlfriend? At seven? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm just guessing. I'm no. not actually testing. I wouldn't but, mind uh, it, though, but no. <laughs> okay, so if you don't remember, that's okay. Do we need to know what it is? I'm getting a no. Oh, so how resolved oh, good. I gotta is that, pass on that anyway. shock from age seven? It's 74% resolved, but that was a long time ago, right, Daniel? Hey, now. So this is taking a yeah, long time. Yeah, yeah okay. All right. Yes, it was a long time ago. Yeah. So we're going to release that or resolve that energy now. So yeah, we'll have you do it again. Let's rock, repeat resolve after that me. thing. I think it's been bugging me a long time. Is it, is it resolved or waiting for it go to Go ahead end? and repeat after me. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. I now command. I now command. This conflict shock energy. This conflict shock energy. Be completely resolved. Be completely resolved. In the highest and best way. In the best and highest way. With ease and grace, thank you. With ease and grace. All right, let's check. Do you still have that conflict shock unresolved? No. Okay, is it 100% I thought I got rid of it. Yes. Okay, so that energy is resolved. Now, I know you, because you're a host right now, you have to pay attention to me and the the the, the, right. the computer and all right. this kind of stuff. Right, that's Normally, true. you know, when people are doing a session, they're just focusing on their bodies. Right, right, right. But that's okay. Right, okay, good. Let's do the last one. All right, let's do the last one. All right. Let's get this is thing it done. in column A, B, or C? B, even or odd row? Odd row. One, yes. Okay, so it's in the physical row again. Oh, okay. So is it an infection? No. Infectious Ooh. toxins? No. Good, chemical good, toxins? Good. Yes. Okay, Whoa. so let's ask how many uh, how many different kinds of chemical toxins uh, energies can we release from Daniel right now? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Okay, one. Okay, so one. Um, is it a chemical that he was exposed to in the last 10 years? No. Okay. Was he under 20? Yes. Was he between 15 and 20? 10 to 15. 10 to 15. Down. Was it related to something you drank? No. No. Something I... on your skin? No. Mm -mm. Um, okay. Um, put on your hair, breathing. Okay. Something in the air. So something was in the air that was a toxin that has been stored in your body all this time. Huh. Can can you think of anything that it is? And what 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 age what age is it I got to work with there? 
Uh, between 10 and 15, I believe. 10 and 15? Yeah. I got to work on it. So, um, were you like involved in pesticides or did you spray raid on everything? <laughs> maybe a specific plant was involved. Uh, getting a no on that one. <laughs> well, I never got caught on that anyway. <laughs> no, no, not that. I told yeah, my dad. I told my dad it was spray? a tomato. I told my dad it was a tomato plant. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I don't got. Thing. I don't got nothing, man. I mean, what? Yeah. Well, you don't. Well, we're we're being told here you don't really need to know. So I'm testing. You don't need to know more. But don't I thought ask, just in case you remembered what it was. Yeah, don't ask. Don't it tell. It's kind of interesting, that. you know, because some people do. They remember what it was. Um, they're like, oh my gosh, yes, I worked at a golf course when I was 14, and they had all this stuff they were spraying on the lawn, and I had to mm. mow the lawn, and I would have allergies, right? So some people connect the dots, but it's not, it's not, a, it's it's completely fine if if you don't remember what it is. So let's Man. go and release it. Huh? Ready? What's that? Are you ready to release it? Release what? The chemical toxin energy. Now, how can I release it if I don't know what it is? Well, God says you don't need to know. But we could, you know, stay here for another half hour with a list about 89 things long for us to test each one. But I would say All your right. listeners might get a little bored. Okay, let's 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 release now, it. Now, if you don't, if you want, if you want to keep it, you that free will, right? If you want right. to keep it, you go ahead. <laughs> but well, I, at this would, point I here, would advise. At this point here, I'm I'm letting loose in a lot of stuff. I kind of like whatever that is. I'm gonna keep it. Sorry, what was that? Whatever, the, whatever it is, I want to keep it. Okay, if you want to keep the toxin, that's completely fine. Like, here's the cool thing, guys, is you have choice here. No one's going to force anything on you. And sometimes, you know, we have our reasons, right, for wanting to keep something. Daniel wants to know what it is. So he's going to learn muscle testing, and he's going to go on a chemical sheet, right, and he's going to figure out what chemical it is. And so then he can release it. And, Daniel, you saw how exactly how we did it. We went into stoem. Right. stillness right? right I'm holding that space for both of us even if you're not able to do that right in this moment um, and you go into stone and you just do the directive so you would say you don't have to say it right now but you would oh, say I know okay, man right. this chemical toxin be removed dissolved and uncreated for me in the highest and best way I thank you mm. Mm. yeah simple simple wow um, and it's amazing I had a gal who um, her vitamin D levels were like sky high mm -hmm. but her body kept asking for more vitamin D and I was like I don't get it. That doesn't make any sense at all. But being a doctor, I was like, okay, so what could it be? And I thought, well, maybe her vitamin D receptors on her cells aren't accepting the vitamin D. And that's exactly what it was. Her receptors were whatever it was, 30% well, hey, happy listen, or something Doctor, like we're, get, we're getting near the end of broadcast, and somebody just wrote in. They said, can you help, can you help me with my long COVID syndrome? Yeah, so basically, you know, you just test to see – Where's it coming from? What's left over? Is there a toxin? So we just ask the questions exactly the way we did. What's causing or contributing to it? Is it in chart A? Is it in chart B? Column A, column B, column C. So we teach this in our course. Um, and uh, so people can do it for themselves because I'm only one person. <laughs> and there's, you know, millions and thousands of people, you know, thousands and millions of people that need, need some help. So um, we've had, you know, people with all sorts of symptoms, you know, that we've helped out. We, we have to say that it's not medicine. You know, it's not like conventional medicine, right? It's light medicine, meaning mm. that, you know, we work with energy and, you know, you still have to treat your body in a good way. So if people are eating candy all day long and not exercising and, you know, having negative thoughts and whatever, mm. you're going to be fighting against the healing to some degree. Mm. 
So we have to all be self-responsible. And then you can learn to do this for yourself if you want to. Okay. Well, Dr. Kim, we're at the end of the broadcast. Any final statements you'd like to say? Well, thank you so much, Daniel, for having me on the show. I think everyone, you know, remember peace uh, really within. Try the stoem. You know, if it, if it resonates with you, what we talked about today, get a copy of the book. I have $1,000 in uh, bonuses. If you get a copy of the book, whether you get it at Amazon or on my site, doesn't really matter. You can come back to my site, get those thousand bonuses, and get some of the MP3s and classes and learn more about how to heal yourself better. Okay. Well, Dr. Karen Ken, I appreciate you coming on the show tonight. Thank you so much, Daniel. You take care, and you let me know about how okay. your skin's doing the next few weeks, right? Okay. Will do. All right. All right. Awesome. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Bye. All right, everybody. That was Dr. Karen.